Hello, listener, and welcome to episode Ocho of Presidents and Assholes. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Lauren. And hello to our bartender, Evan. Evan, make hello, a noise. Evan. Prove that you're here. Yep, I'm here. There he is. Yep, that was you heard him, listener. Yeah, that that's him. And we're so excited to have him back. Yes. Um, because he is not only doubled as our bartender this episode, but our sound equipment manager. Um, we were having more technical difficulties, so Melissa and I are centimeters away from each other. I have never felt so close to Lauren in all my life. And it's practically great. sitting in her lap as yeah. we record. <laughs> Do would you like to? I don't, I don't really want you to. Or seen the offer. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that um, was the harsh rejection. That, that's a hard rejection. Um, much like I'm sure this podcast faces, uh, we see drop in listenership week over week. And um, But we're happy you're still here yeah. listening to us, listener. You're dedicated. Um, we're happy Evan's back. Um, yeah. We're happy for the value he brings to this podcast. Um and we're happy to just be here. Yeah, so and I'm happy to share with... What, what is this podcast? Everyone what this podcast is. So Go this podcast was a way for Melissa and I to contribute more to a regular trivia team that we are on. My brother-in-law, Scott, hosts trivia at a great bar in Minneapolis. And we go and we contribute absolutely nothing. And presidents, there's always at least one question about presidents. So we've decided to educate ourselves, but who wants to be educated sober? So we decided to make a drink, which with each and every president we discuss, and then we realized that there's a great drinking game called Presidents and Assholes, and we're talking about presidents, we are assholes, and it just seemed like the perfect marriage of of things. Serendipitous. Yeah. Serendipitous. So, word of the day. I'm going to add this new segment where we have oh, a word of the day. Great. And so now you have to weave that in into at least one organic conversation piece. Um, challenge accepted. All right. Great. Um, so, with drinking, what we're drinking today, um, I don't know if Evan yeah. wants to get Evan. up from his phone and contribute, um, but normally he will talk us through what it is we're drinking tonight. Yeah. So, here you go. Get closer, Evan. But, like, sit on Lauren's lap. No. No, no. <laughs> no that's, um, there. Yeah, there are uh, there are boundaries there. So, for this episode, I was told beer, um, and since I'm still not good at the whole bartending part of this, it's uh, still going to be simple recipes. So, what we have is a milk stout and a shot of Bailey's. So, just like college, you take a drink of beer, throw it on the shot, wash it down with beer, and that's it. That's <laughs> me still being bad at my job. That's amazing. But he's he's added shots. And so with this milk stout, though, Evan told us, like, get a milk stout. So Lauren and I, we go to the liqueur store, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for a milk stout. I see one. I say, Lauren, this is a milk stout. She confirms. We are both looking at a milk stout. We pick that one up. We we buy it, and we come home. And uh, Evan comes over, and I go, Evan, I got the milk stout. Like, I did it. He looks at what I purchased, and the the blood just drains from his face. And he's just like, Melissa, what did you do? And I'm terrified. I've never seen Evan this serious in my entire life. I don't know if you guys can tell by the pitch and cadence of Evan's voice, but he's usually a very emotional and (laughs) upbeat, excited guy. And we just got this monotone response. 
That so was frightening. Was, yeah, so just like, Evan, what happened? So I guess I had picked up something called dragon's milk, which unbeknownst to me <laughs> was, uh, it's like 11% alcohol content. It's, he said it's the most alcoholic thing he's ever drank. So we're doing that. And then on top of that, we have Bailey's shots. So, And the Bailey's, by the way, is not actual Bailey's. It is Bailey's made by my cousin, Jonathan, um, which is delicious. And um, I just want to give him a shout out. Thanks for giving it, Jonathan. And um, we're drinking it. We're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And so another thing we normally do before we start drinking is we have a cheers. And so before we take the shot and chug down the beer, um, what I'm going to have our cheers be today is to Big Steve. Big Steve. And that was uh, Grover Cleveland, who is the president of this episode. Um, That was his nickname. And he was called Big Steve because he was our second fattest, heaviest president. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason people attribute that he was so fat is because he loved beer. And he actually like was like drink drank so much beer that some of his friends were like, "You need to stop drinking so much beer. You're so fat." And he's like, "Okay, I'll only drink four beers a day." And they're like, "Okay," <laughs> but then he realized that he couldn't do that, so he just switched to larger beer steins. Yes, and drank four large beer steins a day. That's fantastic. So, so the cheers is what, what to are, Big Steve. To Big Steve, cheers. Cheers, and then so I drink mm-hmm. that, and then I take mm-hmm. the shot. Mm-hmm. You do you take the whole shot? Mm-hmm. Just, the oh, whole that. thing after. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, wow. we're getting drunk tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. Okay, is your face full hot? <laughs> <laughs> my my insides are warm. <laughs> Um, okay, that was delicious, actually, Evan. So thank you for that. But I more so credit it with my cousin Jonathan because he actually made something for it. I mean, he didn't make it for this, but he made it. And you, once again, have opened bottles. <laughs> so enough about but at least Evan. Let's great. talk about Grover Cleveland. Yeah. And I, I do want to talk about Grover, and I, and I want to point something out to the listener that maybe they picked up on and are still scratching their heads over you mentioned his nickname was big steve and yet his name is grover cleveland (gasps) that's right listener we have another freaking thomas Woodrow woodrow wilson on our hands um his name was stephen grover cleveland and in his adult life he decided to go by grover it didn't say why i cannot believe that it's because he thought it sounded fancier because like grover is literally the name of a muppet i know not at the time yeah okay <laughs> i'm i'm gonna jump in real quick it's yep. sesame street um not um, a muppet yep sesame street are also muppets so muppets is any puppet made by jim henson so go on but you're wrong Sesame Street Muppet. But, okay, but when you watch The Muppets, the show, right. Grover was not a character on that. He was a character on Sesame Street. But I he feel like is that's he's a Muppet. Like, he's you a are puppet. a human, even though you are a Bakewell and I am a Beerling. We're both still humans. Well, I understand. Mean, you're on let's, the not sh- get, let's not get philosophical on, on this show. podcast. Like, you're what on- really are we? We could just be existing in the dream. Okay, so his name was Steven. Yeah. <laughs> that went off the rails quickly uh we're already drunk so So, yeah and and i have some theories about why that might be but i don't want to get into it yet because i gotta be honest with you listener i fucking hate grover cleveland after all of the research that i've conducted 
Um, he is a terrible human, but I don't want to start the podcast in this dark, gloomy manner. So I am going to let Melissa tee us up, and then I will circle back to this point later. Okay. Um, then I'll start with something light. Yeah. Something digestive. Unlike him. Okay. So, um, one thing that happened for him when he was actually running for president is there was this rumor that came up, because I'm all about rumors and scandal, yeah. listener, um, that he fathered an illegitimate okay, child. this is exactly what I was going to bring up, but I didn't want to because it you was You thought that dark. was bad? Well, do you know how he fought? I mean, now that we're into it, we got to get into it. He See, didn't just father an illegitimate child. He raped that woman. Lauren, I did not get yeah. that. Oh, he did. We should have maybe talked. Yeah. She, like, pressed charges. She has all these statements about it. Where did you... Yeah, she, he, he violently assaulted her. Okay. And then oh he had God. her convicted to an insane asylum because he was like, this is going to ruin my campaign. She was almost immediately released because the director there was like, she's not insane. She, like, you just used your political prowess to get her into this insane oh, asylum. Gosh. And when he did that, he then also put the illegitimate child who is named... Something full Oscar Folsom Cleveland into an orphanage. So takes her away from the child after raping her. Okay, I know this is really dark. But do you think it's ironic that the kid's name was Oscar, as in Oscar the, the gr- Grouch? Holy shit! Wait, this is the topic we need to dive into. That was dark. I'm trying We're to keep it really light. Life. Yeah, I didn't want to start in this dark place, so we'll get back to it later. Okay, how many? Muppet related, sesame related. I think we should just family. Let's members. just keep going through this, and oh, as we come across names named Big, <laughs> he was Big Steve, a, a roommate named Big Steve. Wait a second, this has legs. Holy cow! His unlike puppets who don't two, have legs. Two Muppet names in the Oscar Grover. Okay. Was there a snuffle off again? <laughs> so great. Um, okay, something interesting about that name, Oscar Folsom Cleveland. Yeah. Folsom was the name of his law partner and best friend who also had sex with this woman. She didn't know who was the father, and Grover's like, just, he'll be my son and give him Folsom as his middle name. Yep. Okay, so going off of that, yeah. so while Grover was running for president, um, the Republican Party was like, oh my gosh, like, we've got this dirt on him, we're going to release it, the press mm-hmm. is going to go crazy, it'll be awesome. And so they did that, but he literally was just like, yep. Yeah, and then you know what else happened? They said that he handled it with such grace that he was then nicknamed Grover the Good. And I'm like, you raped a woman. Yeah, and so this is why I hate him. He's a terrible guy. And um, that, I'm sorry, listener, is so dark, but I don't think we can ignore it. And there are many websites that, like, cover this up and just say that, like, her name is Maria Halpin and... Like, a lot of people are like, no, she was crazy, and just ignore the fact that she, like, pressed charges, and that she was immediately released, and no one found anything wrong with her. Um, so, that is just a terrible thing, and he, you know, got um, away with it, and that sucks. I'm going to make you a little bit more uncomfortable. Okay. And it's just awkward that we're sitting so close. Yeah. But another weird thing about Grover yep. is so... He, he actually, I mean, look, we'll start light, okay? We'll start happy. He had the first wedding in the White House. To his best friend's wife. Daughter. Daughter. Oh. 
his best friend's daughter. That Folsom, that name that's just popping up everywhere, it was mm-hmm. actually his best friend's daughter. And so Grover was 49, and she was 21 when they got married in the White House. That's a gigantic age difference. And, and she's also the youngest first lady. Yeah. And she, oh my god, Lauren, it's so uncomfortable. He also, um, so he knew her when she was born because he was like 20 and like watched her grow up and then his best friend died when she was like 11 and so he took her on like as his ward and paid for her education i hate him i hate him a lot he's a terrible human and what's crazy is that like i didn't know anything about him and the second i did i hated absolutely every word of it um so I'm happy that they didn't reelect him, and then I'm pissed that they elected him a year after that. You know, like I was like, oh good, everyone realized this guy sucks, and then Ben Harrison becomes president, and then after that they're like, well, you know what, let's get Grover back in here. <laughs> her in but you know what, um, as the first lady, I think her name, yeah, her name is Frances. Mm-hmm. She was, like, really well-loved. She was really good at hosting parties because she's so young. But, like, right. she was just, like, she would, it looks like every Saturday afternoon she would invite, like, working women into the White House and just kind of have, like, tea time with them and tell oh, them, wow. like, bring your kids. Like, I want to hang out with you. So she was just, like, so well-loved by the people. And it's, like, even rumored that, like, when he was leaving after his first term, mm-hmm. she, like, told the, like, not servants, but like people who worked there yeah, in the White House. Were they servants? Staff. Staff. She was telling the staff, she was like, like, don't change anything because, mm-hmm. like, we'll be back. Like, don't move any of my items. Okay. That's just a weird, like, thing to say. Like, just to, <laughs> anytime you leave, be like, don't touch my stuff. Like, is like. It's insulting to that person, number one. And then number two, if you're that person, wouldn't you just want to, like, move something, like, ten inches just to drive her bananas? Well, it's like, you know, it's like the stepwife. Like, you move into the house and you're like, I'm changing all of this. Like, right. I don't remember that first wife. I assume, guys, I've never been a, a stepwife. A second wife? Second wife. Not yet. Yeah, not I've been a, a first wife. So a stepwife, <laughs> Melissa, isn't a thing because... <laughs> Um, that doesn't make any sense. So what you're thinking of is a second wife, a stepwife. I'm trying to think what that would even be. So stepmom, stepmom is step a thing. Third wife. Step- <laughs> There's that. Maybe that's what you meant. Um, All right. But like, we're here to learn. So don't knock yourself for it. Now, now we know that. You know what? I'm every, every single time I record, I learn something new. Yeah. Um, one fun thing, as we're talking about wives and marriages, uh-huh. is he actually received a Ouija board um, at his <gasps> wedding as a Spooky. present. And this ran in the news. Um, maybe the best headline you'll ever hear. You ready oh, for God. this, Lauren? Says, um, not troubled as yet. President Cleveland will admire his witch board, but will not consult it. <laughs> What was the interview like? First of all, how did anyone get their hands on the information that he got it? And then when they did, they're like, Mr. President, sir, Mr. President, um, I have a question for you, real quick question. You know, like Grover's like walking into his car and he's like, sir, sir, one second. Um, Will you be using your Ouija board? (laughs) And Grover's like, it was a great present and it will sit upon my shelf, but never shall I open it. You know, um, they in the newspaper they published his thank you letter. I 
I'm struggling to find who sent it to him, but do you want to hear his thank you letter? Yeah, wait, who sent it to him? Do I'm know? trying to find. Okay, all right, so we don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. let's Merry get the thank you. Morning day. It's okay, just read the thank you okay. letter. Okay, and this was published, so it goes, um, oh, it was sent to, so Charles E. Dresser, Esquire, Treasurer, sent it Esquire, to him. Esquire, so he's a lawyer. All right, he says, dear sir, I acknowledge with thanks the witch board which you sent me as a wedding present. I accept it as an evidence of kind fooling and friendship and can admire it for its ingenuity. But I hardly think that I shall immediately test its power to disclose the past and and foretell the future. Yours truly, Grover Cleveland. All right, guys, it's really hard to read this font. Um, I promise you I'm literate. I'm looking at the font. It is literally any newspaper font you've ever seen in your time. So, um, I just think you, you didn't read it beforehand and you're wishing you did. I am at that point. (laughs) It seems like it's great sitting on the same side of the table as you, because like if I generally I'm across the table from you, so I can't see your computer screen. And if you had said that, I'd be like, oh, is it in Sanskrit? (laughs) So, uh, I can call her out listener. You deserve to know the truth. Um, so I found one thing that wasn't dark and terrible about Grover. Lovely. So the name Grover, you're like, okay, it's a Muppet. It's a, it's a president. Kid. There's a huge gap. <laughs> I'm not having this argument with you again. <laughs> um, so there's a huge gap in the types of people or things that are named Grover. So I was like, is anyone else named Grover? And there's actually another guy named Grover Cleveland. There was Grover Cleveland Alexander. He was named after Grover Cleveland, and he was a baseball player. From Nebraska. Oh, you would. <laughs> Everyone, if you forgot, Melissa's from Nebraska, so she's chock full of Nebraskan <laughs> trivia. Oh, he was really good. He was in the Hall of Fame, I believe. He was, and um, because of that, they've decided to make a movie about him. <gasps> Recently? You... No, oh, a while already, ago. Already happened. Do you know who played him in the movie? Robert Redford. No, but I thought you were going to get it. That the, the syllables of what you said, I was like, oh my god, she's got Ronald it. Ronald Reagan. Yes. <laughs> Shut up! Reagan <laughs> played Glover, Grover Cleveland in a movie, but not the president Cleveland, and he was not yet president. If I had known this, I would have done a six degrees of separation between Cleveland and Ronald Reagan. I can vamp. No, it's no. a lot of vamping. It's a and lot I have of work. nothing because I fucking hate this president. That's okay. <laughs> I've got some things on. All him. right, hit me. All right. Um, I want to talk about Grover Cleveland's deadly secret. There's another one. Melissa, are we going dark? No, it's actually kind of funny. Okay. Well, it's not funny. It's funny like his bastard child is I, also... I <laughs> actually regret for saying character. it's funny, but it's like, it's interesting. All right. He, so he actually had cancer in his <laughs> mouth. Stop! Stop! Why did you lead with No, funny? just listen to no. me. Guys, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. There's a joke in here. Just stick with okay, me. Okay, so this guy gets cancer, right? I walks into a bar, chock full of cancer. What is wrong with it's you? It's kind of like a Louis C.K. thing. Just stick with the joke. I'm going to get there. It's going to get lost. There's nothing darker than cancer. Okay, so it turns out he's diagnosed with cancer of the mouth, and he has this tumor that's growing basically on the roof of his mouth. His roof. Roof of his mouth. Nebraska rough. Minnesota roof. So, um... He, they wanted to remove it, but they also didn't want the press to get a hold of the fact that he had cancer because the press had sort of like, I mean, it's crazy. I know the press doesn't do this now, but like sometimes they get a hold of things and they publish it and people go crazy. Wow. That would be 
exhausting. <laughs> you know, but like, we're fine. Yep. So what they, him and a team of surgeons decide what they're going to do. Is they're going to tell, like, he's going to get on a boat and they're going to perform the surgery on a boat and then maritime surgery (laughs) because and they're just gonna be able to like sort of be like oh like he like got on this boat for like a little boating trip during the day and nobody will know that surgery was actually performed so there's like that's literally how it went down is so he shows up on this boat he's like walking around talking to everybody while in the like the bottom of this boat below these, deck below deck these uh doctors are setting up the surgery and everything and so he's like walking around like oh yeah like hey this, this is nice like waving prepping just like <laughs> waving and he's just like well i'm gonna go lie down and he just like walks downstairs gets on the table and he's like all right you guys have like a couple hours get this tumor out of my mouth and like we'll call it good and so that's literally what happened they perform the surgery and then the boat docks and he like gets off and they like take him to like his like summer home in cape cod and they're like oh like he's relaxing from this like vacation he's on and he like and if anybody brought it up he's like oh like i've just had a toothache like nothing's wrong melissa i'm still waiting for the punchline you (laughs) promised this was going to be funny and there's nothing funny about this all you're saying is he had cancer removed on a boat and no one was the wiser (laughs) there's nothing funny here that's what i think it's like of all the secret- this is like ironic funny not yeah. like lighthearted I'm just saying like said it was light well like, just like think is- of all the places you could have you secret could have your, surgery your cancer removed and they put yeah. him, and they put him on a boat no, I just this is you you don't set the right expectations for anything you're about to say okay here's this isn't funny but it's a fun fact how long do you think I took him to do the surgery uh two hours hmm is that it? <laughs> Ninety minutes, so an hour and a half. <laughs> Melissa, if you're going to say something like that, it should be an outrageous number. It should be like five I thought, minutes I that was or like quick. ten hours. An hour and a half is quick for like full on like removing a tumor out of someone's mouth. Have you ever done it? How big do you think they must have cut a hole like that was probably yeah. a couple centimeters in diameter, so two hours like okay. that- let me okay i'm trying to bring this home as a joke so imagine so they cut out there's literally a hole in the roof of his mouth right right where the cancer was they put in a prosthetic top to his teeth sort of like when you wear a retainer or something yeah Yeah. but so and that's why when people are like you talk funny and be like oh i've got a toothache no you have a gaping hole in the top of your mouth wait People told him he talks funny. Like after That's this, so rude. <laughs> just after, like, can you imagine just that, like, walking in up general, to someone one day, like, and just being like, "You talk weird." No, it's more like they knew what he sounded like, and then he gets off. He's on this boat, and they've talked to him at the beginning of the boat trip, and at the end, he's like, yeah. "Her gosh, I'm all filled with Novocaine." And shit. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> okay, um, wow, that was a that was a gas barrel of laughs. They used nitrous <laughs> gas to knock him out. Oh my god. Um, this is just great content. It's fun. It's lighthearted. You're setting realistic expectations. Um, this, well, this has been great, Melissa. Thank you. Keep well, going. Okay, and then just one final thing about this, which it is not only ended so well. The cancer? Yeah, just god. a little bit. Well, just like there were some newspapers that were like kind of onto it. And they're like, we really think like he had cancer and there was a surgery. And he literally pulled. Um, kind of the modern day sort of thing where it's like all media lies and i don't trust any media and like these newspapers should be shut down and those newspapers like lots a ton of funding because they were telling the truth and he's like nope 
not true. Why? I wonder why he was so secretive about this. I, it, you know, I don't necessarily know, but I do think it just presidents in general are really worried about their health because like they have to do those physicals even while they're running to like Mm -hmm. prove that they'll survive was this during his first presidency or his second presidency the first one okay um so listener if you didn't already know this cleveland was president he's the only president who was president twice with non-consecutive terms so he was the 22nd and the 24th president yeah i guess that i should have explained that that's why francis his wife when they were leaving the first time was like don't move anything around because like we're gonna run again yes so yep um but it's a good thing they moved stuff around because he didn't win the second second time time. he lost to benjamin harrison who is william henry harrison's grandson if we recall i remember that they kept it in the family Mm mm-hmm Yep, they sure did. Don't think Oscar ran for president. Oscar was probably <laughs> not. Um, you know, we're not the greatest with presidents, which is why we do this podcast, but I don't think I've heard of Oscar Cleveland as a president. What else you got for me, Melissa? I've got a little segment, and I wish we, I, I like really kind of want to do a theme song, but okay. I'll, I'll just kind of sing it through. This is a new, seg- this is a oh, new segment. Sorry. And this segment is only going to be able to work for this president, but it's called, What Did the President Do While He Was in President, But Before He Came? Oh my god. Before He Was President Again. So, this is what... (laughs) You're bringing a lot to the table, Lauren, so thank you. I'm just here to criticize. I didn't do it. So, this is a little thing I called, What Did Grover Cleveland Do When He Was in President? And that's the interim for years when he wasn't. So, what did he do? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you spent so much time on the song that you, did you do this recently? Right, so, he moves back to New York City, and he lives okay. in a hotel. Doesn't live in a house. Okay. So, do it's kind of like... what hotel? Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I don't. <laughs> okay. No, it's a hotel. So, he's up to hijinks <laughs> in a hotel for four years. <laughs> With the matron brother. <laughs> so frustrated with him. That's a sweet life of Zach and Cody reference. And if you don't understand that, it's probably because you were born before 1999, which Melissa and I both were, but clearly watched the Disney Channel way too late into <laughs> our lives. So. Okay. So while he was in prison, he actually accepted a position at a prestigious law firm. Don't know the name of that law firm either, Lauren. Okay, I'm learning sorry, I'm keeping it high level today. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, because he had originally been president, um, a lot of his time was just like going to public events. His wife, Frances, still super young, still loved by everyone, just was out partying, talking to a lot of people. Okay. But... Um, Grover Cleveland had a really weird opinion on how the president should be treated after he's president. Okay. And it kind of goes goes back to this dark place we've been at this whole episode. It's a dark man. He um, commented after leaving office that he thinks the president should be taken out back and shot. Wait, what? The current president? Wait, no, that doesn't mean, like, the second that, like, presidents are done serving as presidents, they should be taken out back and shot? So he was clearly depressed yeah <laughs> but he did it again melissa why are we talking about this? I know, so sorry. far we've talked about rape 
cancer and suicide. Like, wait, I got something late. All right. Uh, do well, you promise? Well, yes, this time? Well, last time you said that you brought up a cancer, like, diagnosis I don't know why, but I just thought, like, in this, oh, shoot, did I hit something? You did, but you're back. Okay, sorry. No, um, it just made me think of back that other episode we were talking about boats and how everything's more fun on a boat but maybe oh, surgery is a little bit more fun you keep saying surgery but what you're not remembering is it's not surgery it's cancer treatment and like you're talking about this like it's a it's a fun boating activity and it's just so dark and you can't stop laughing it is like is the shenanigans of them like trying to hide it the whole time I don't know why that's funny to me. Melissa. It's shenanigans. <laughs> okay, we're drunk. We are drunk off I'm of this sorry. Life Listener, get, I'm life not even so like hard. joking. Like, I feel the milk stout right now. <laughs> Alright, one final thing that I have. Um, You're is, gonna need more than that because we're only half an hour in. Oh, no, no, no. I just meant one final thing about what he did while he wasn't president. Was just that um, he, they gave birth to a baby. And the baby's name was Ruth. And uh, it, a lot of people think Baby that's, Ruth? Yeah, everyone thinks that's where the candy bar came from, but it didn't. So. Oh, that's not interesting. You, if, if she was, if that is where the candy bar came from, that would be a cool fact. Yep. It, but it's also kind of, it's fun at the fact that it's not what it, you think it is, too. <laughs> okay, so everyone thought... That that's where that came from. Oh, you fixed our sound problem. Great. Yeah, I'm really good at everything. Um, what time? else you got there, Ace? Yeah. Okay. Ace, the, the hard-hitting reporter. <laughs> well, Grover Cleveland hated reporters. Yeah. Anyway, though, um, one thing he did do also while he was not president is he did not comment on the current president's any of his policies or activities he did. A lot of people were trying to ask him, like, give us a sound bite. Tell us what you think of what he's doing now that you're out of office. And he just would not say anything. He kept himself very neutral. Listener, this is a segment we like to call Melissa Tells Us Facts of Things That Didn't Happen. What? That's what I have. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like, here's a fact about the fact that he didn't say anything. Here's another fact about the fact he had a daughter that no one named a candy bar after. Here's like, who cares? No, it's interesting. No, that's interesting because it's not what you would expect. And the failure of expectations. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, on a podcast where we discuss what these presidents have done and what happened in their lives, what we're expecting you to tell us is things that they've done and things that have happened. And you're telling us things that never happened. Like, he had a child <laughs> that wasn't named. You, you know what I mean? Are you seeing what I'm doing? So this is a fun segment. No, let's keep going. Tell us more things. That's the lack of something anyone did. We'll find a fun theme song. Yeah, he never, uh, Globe and Cleveland never dieted. And he, <laughs> yeah, yeah he was fat. He, was he never reduced pounds. his alcohol content, so... <laughs> Just drank more of the same. I'll yeah. do that. Okay, for the next president, I'll come yeah. with a list of things that president did not do. But you would have Let's thought have a he theme did song. do. Let's take the, 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 the melody of that song. When I come around, and you're saying, things that didn't Ooh. happen. I like that. Let's, <laughs> That's what you're going to do. Let's try to do that together right now. Ready? Okay. Things that didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> Tell us more things that didn't happen. No, I want to talk about something that did happen. <laughs> I do another this time? Because I feel like you don't know the difference. I've got a, another. Okay. Wait, I've got a joke. I'm going to do this instead. We're going to okay. do a new segment. Okay. It's called, um, we're going to read mail from our listeners. Okay, I need a theme song. 
It's male from our listeners. <laughs> It doesn't matter the word because we don't have any mail because that's another thing that didn't happen. Great. Um, And and you had a plural on that the first time, and I'd like to remind you we've dug into the analytics. We know that we have one listener. That's right. And they just listen about 40 times a week. Well, listener, you didn't send us mail, so another thing that didn't happen is this segment because we have no mail from you. So thanks. Things that didn't Didn't happen. This is how you know. This is how you know we're actually drunk listeners because we're singing. (laughs) This is the worst part. Man, we're gonna go from one listener to zero rapidly. Okay. Um, Can I do an actual segment though? Yep. It's called presidential diss. Oh yeah. Can we come up with a theme song for the presidential diss? Can you come up with presidential (laughs) diss? My phone. Oh oh my gosh! It's an alarm. It is an alarm. Oh god! You keep doing your bit. (laughs) <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Where is it? Oh. This is... Hey, guys. All right. Well, now you know what time it is. It's time for me to do presidential diss. <laughs> now presidential that that diss. diss. Now that that alarm's good. Great. Here we so, go. So, we're going to talk about Henry Watson. Watterson. Who Yikes. is that? He was a journalist, but also he was also a former U.S. congressman. And um, he was not a huge fan of President Grover Cleveland. I'm I'm not either. Yeah. So you two would have gotten along. But um, Grover Cleveland also hated on him. And that's kind of what sparked his whole hatred of the press because this guy was on him. Which it sounds like he needed the press to be on him to, like, call him out on all these things. But um, so he had a lot of different comments. So I read through a couple of ones. And the one that I really liked is he was saying about the... 1892 Democratic Convention that nominate Mr. Cleveland and we march through our slaughterhouse into an open grave. What does that mean? He's like, if you nominate Cleveland to be president, we're going to march into a slaughterhouse, (laughs) probably get slaughtered, and then go to a grave and die. Okay. Thanks. My question, (laughs) thanks for the explanation, was more about, like, because Cleveland believed in like what is he what is he alluding toward he's like al- he literally murdered people or like, I want to take this as a face value quote and he was like no, you nominate they- him we're all <laughs> marching to a slaughterhouse. to a literal slaughterhouse okay great and um how many people marched to a slaughterhouse uh in 1885 did you did you follow up with this <laughs> no I just thought that was a diss I was like ooh that's mean that hurt my feelings <laughs> so all right no you're right that is um that's a mean thing to say but i just wish i knew what he was referencing like people say that about i want to say like i think at least one reporter says that about every president like in some way you always hear like well after you elect him we're all gonna die like that's literally every election yeah. so um, I just wish there was something that talked about why. Well, it could be death. since we're since we're speaking about death, and this podcast has yeah. been as dark as possible. Yeah, he also was the only person to serve as an executioner. Wait, the Grover Cleveland? Yeah, was an executioner. Wait, what? he was. He yeah. was so much more interesting than the fact that nobody named any products after his daughter. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you bring that up sooner? No, okay. he he was a 
executioner yeah, by trade. Yeah, he was the he Erie County the- Sheriff, and here's, oh, this will blow your mind. Okay, so he was the sheriff, and normally sheriffs don't actually perform the executions. It's an actual executioner, but they found out through a loophole that it would be cheaper from, like, a tax. <laughs> well, like, taxes. you're paying only one guy. Well, it's just, you're like, just no, but, it, like, duties. it was fit into his salary. They're like, hey, if you carry out these executions, we won't get taxed or, like, have to pay as much than if we had to hire on an executioner to kill right, these people. because now you're paying for two people yeah. to be on staff rather than one. But but tell me, okay, do you have any any follow-ups as to, like, yeah, who he, he executed? Yeah, and and he, what, oh, yeah, this is so much more interesting than anything else you've said. But I'd also like to remind everyone, I've brought no, no facts to this podcast since about minute four. Like, Lauren literally, like, did that first thing, found out that he was, like, a terrible person. Like, I was like, finally, I'm not doing anything for this, this one, so, I'm like, I'm trying, it. you guys. No, and, but I kind of like this sort of, um, like, as long as we're on a Muppet thing, you know those two Muppets who sit in the balcony and just make fun of all the other Muppets? Do you know who I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, I do. That's me. That's what I'm bringing to this podcast. I'm being those curmudgeon-y Muppets, <laughs> and it's making a great podcast and taking a lot of pressure off of me okay i wouldn't say great but let's continue (laughs) so lauren since he didn't appoint an executioner and carried out himself how much money do you think he saved for um a hundred thousand dollars ten bucks wait (laughs) (laughs) that was the savings that they got was ten okay now how can you pull up the I have to compare it to today's dollars. Yeah, I don't know. It was like fifty dollars. Yeah, it'd be like like fifty maybe. But Do you think ten dollars back then? What if it was a hundred? Now we're talking about some significant savings. Okay, okay, don't do it. We'll just listener. I guess you need to pull your weight in this podcast too, and you need to. I I would, but we use my computer to record, so. I can't Google anything. Okay. And just so everyone knows, like, when I picture execution, I don't know why. It's probably because I watched too much Game of Thrones. I assume just, like, chopping off the head. But it's they're hanged, and all he did was pull the lever that released the bottom out from underneath these people. And that used to be a full-time job. That's like a job that cost <laughs> 10 bucks. <laughs> You're paying upwards of $10 a year for a guy. Thank God we cut him. That's $10 right back in our pockets. <laughs> So, um, do you want me to talk through the people that were hung? Yeah. Should we give them their time in the light? Okay. First guy was 28-year-old Patrick Morrissey, and he was convicted of murdering his mother with a bread knife during a drunken disagreement about money. Um, that's a slow murder. (laughs) (laughs) A bread knife? How sharp could that be? Okay, you're giving me crap for laughing about cancer, and you're laughing about someone being hacked to death with a bread knife. All I'm saying is she must have been really slow or disabled, because why can't you get away from someone sawing at you with a bread knife? Like that, right? So that's one, and then I'm going to drunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the second one was John Gaffney, who was convicted of fatally shooting a man in the head while playing cards at a saloon. That's sad. And I guess, I know, they probably didn't happen at the same time, but I like this idea of, like, while he was playing cards, like, he's still playing cards and, like, shoots the guy, like, multitasking. That's funny to me. I don't know why. I was going to ask you when you started this not to, because, like, this is a guy's Oh my god, we can't, no. I feel like we should stop here, because now we're just laughing at murders, and this is just... 
podcast. This podcast has gotten so bad, and I just feel bad that we do it, and I feel bad that anyone's listening to it, and I feel bad that we make fun of <laughs> the deceased, and we make fun of those who have suffered Lauren, from illness, and we, we are the assholes. Yeah, but I just feel like we've crossed a line. <laughs> it's just, right? Evan's looking at me like he agrees. Oh, he also says it's our job. Yeah. But normally we make fun of people. Like, remember the good old days when we were just making fun of people for throwing coins across rivers and cracking walnuts with their fingers? Yeah. And now we're like, you murdered someone with a bread knife and you got your cancer removed on a boat. I still find that so funny, Lauren. I'm so sorry. It's just, it just is funny to me. I can't explain it. It's not funny. It's so not funny. Listener, what do you think? Yeah, um, write into us at prez with a Z and a holes at gmail.com. Yeah, or you comment. can yeah, sorry, direct don't. all of your complaints directly to Melissa's personal email. You'll <laughs> me spit up on my laptop. Gross. That's your work laptop. If you spit on that, <laughs> IT will lose their minds. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, and then we're also on iTunes. Rate and review. Subscribe. I, please don't rate us off of this particular episode. Maybe go back and watch this. <laughs> don't watch it's a it's a boring watch but listen to episode one mm-hmm. maybe Start episode there. six or, or yeah. four or pick pick any other no, one and the, then rate us based solely off of that. at this point stop listening to this one it's only like that's this yeah. is about all i've got yeah. and, and we're coming up on this anyway and let's just um just cut this podcast off because it is just bad it's and li- you know what's funny to me is no we no thought- don't tell me anything no. more that's funny no, because just, you thought- have the darkest <laughs> sense of humor well it's just that we were thinking because he was president twice we were going to have twice as much content we were going to need two episodes <laughs> yeah and we did think we, that originally we've got this and and actually i'm glad we're not doing a second episode one it's confusing two this is a terrible person. We've become terrible people just talking about him. And I I want nothing to do with Grover Cleveland after this episode. I, I hope he never comes up at trivia because none of the information here seems like a jovial trivia. Qu- Which president had his cancer removed off of a boat? Like That's not going to come up. I know Which that. Which president <laughs> executed someone for killing his mom with a bread knife? Like We're never, we're never going to use any of this information. We've wasted... A week of our time, we've wasted 42 minutes of our listeners' time. Yeah, it's like almost serendipitous that we're done with this podcast at this point. <gasps> you almost forgot? I almost forgot. Um, it's serendipitous that I remembered. I feel like that's not like truly serendipity because that's like serendipity is more of a coincidence. And that's oh, no, I thought that's not how I defined it. It has to do with God. What? Yeah. Please pull up will the you, definition While I do that, will you pull out the wheel? Yep. I am dragging out the wheel right now. Hey, maybe uh, maybe Evan can help me? Evan, can you get the wheel, please? Oh, the wheel is not responding. <laughs> okay, we'll just we'll pull her out, right? Okay, here it is. And um, do you, you do, you read the definition of that and then we'll spin this wheel. Okay, so serendipitous is incurring or discovered by chance... Yep. In a happy or beneficial way. Yep, so that's what I would consider coincidence. Yeah. I'll, By chance. I'll allow it. If you use Not it in Scrabble. Not divine intervention. If you use it in Scrabble, it's 16 points. Wow. Great. There you go. 
All right, um, spin the wheel. Okay, and here we go. Wouldn't it be funny if we got Glover Grover Cleveland again? <laughs> I hope not. I don't know what. We'll, we'll respin. And <laughs> who we got? Looks like we're doing, huh? Okay. Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. All right. That's great. I'm excited. Hopefully it's a little peppier. I honestly, I, I've heard of him, but I have no idea oh, anything about he's him. He's during the Great Depression, so that's well, a hoot. Great. Well, <laughs> listener, tune in next week if you want to hear about the Great Depression. Uh, we're going to try to out-depress <laughs> you from this week. I'm sure. Hopefully there will be lots of murder, lots of cancer. Lots of giggles. Lots, lots of, of bastard children. Rape hopefully comes up again, and we'll just, as always, have a fantastic Fun time. time. <laughs> God. Um, Alright, so normally then we cheers ourselves out. I'm just, I'm just, let's, thank God we're drunk. We <laughs> My face drink is so warm. Let's, God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Evan? Evan? God bless America God bless with America. us. Thank you. You can make noise, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're a rich girl. And you've gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on old man's money. You can rely on old man's money. It's a bitch, bitch girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> and now, but actually, that's a bad sound check, cause we have to, like, talk. Yeah, we let's talk. talk. So, this is so I'm gonna do an interpretive talk of that song. So, you're a rich girl. You've gone too far. But you know what? It doesn't even matter. Um, because you can rely on your old man's money. You can rely, yeah, on your old yeah, man's money. And it's kind of a bitch girl because... Yeah, he's uh, a bitch. You are a bitch. Okay, that's going to be a great one.